Hey everybody and welcome back to WMST. This is our 10th official episode. Let me introduce you to the cast. We got Editor-in-Chief Ziegler. What is up? What up? Number 10. Yeah, number 10. Happy 10th week of recording. Uh, And we got Hound. 10 episodes. That is so awesome. Yeah, a lot of shows don't even make it to 10 episodes. We made it, boys. Uh, And we got Father Suplex Sean here. Everyone always remembers their 10th time. True, true. And we got the man with no gimmicks, Cam. Somehow we made it to 10 episodes. (laughs) Isn't that something? Yeah. And as always, I'm your host, Syed. And we're going to start off the podcast reviewing Shazam. Uh, There's already a review for Shazam uh, posted a few weeks ago after the preview, so you guys can check that out. But now we're going to talk about it on the podcast. So I'll just keep mine short since you guys can check out my review later. But yeah, overall, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a blast. Uh, It really surprised me. I didn't think it would be that good, and it ended up being really awesome. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, Mark Strong was really a standout for me, a really... big surprise because i really didn't really expect much from his villain i thought it would, he would be kind of you know one of those mustache twirling you know nonsensical villains a fodder for like the a bond hero. villain right kind of like that that's kind of what i expected because his character in the comic book is kind of like that but in the movie it was surprisingly given a lot of depth uh and you kind of understood why he was the way he was and yeah, his performance, I feel like, really elevated the movie. He was a big surprise. And yeah, just uh, Zachary Leva, of course, uh, he embraced the role so well. And just his Shazam and uh, the Freddy, the kid character, uh, was given a lot of depth. And yeah, like I said on my, uh, pod, uh, on my review, like uh, the message of this movie really resonated with me. And it, and it was really a perfect, uh, message. Uh, so yeah, I, I gave it a 10 out of 10. So uh, I didn't fa- find any faults with the movie. Maybe I will the second time I watch it, but it, it was really perfect for me. So yeah. And the kid, who, the guy who uh, Zach, Zachary Levi, uh, who plays Shazam, was like great in this movie. It was so funny. He hit the points so perfectly, the jokes, the way he like said lines, like, the, and the suit is also great. And uh, I mean, it's the best DC movie ever made. Well, DC DCU movie, because, like, the the Dark Knight trilogy, is, they're, like, a whole different level. They're not even a comic book. Even better than Wonder Woman? Yes. Oh, yeah. Better definitely. than Wonder Woman, better than Aquaman. Shazam is the best. Wow. Movie. The whole, like, mm. universe. Yeah, I feel like, unlike Wonder Woman, uh, it the third act is way better. So I think yeah. and the ending gives it the edge. <laughs> And like the ending of of the ending of uh, Shazam when the movie ends, I I love that scene so much. I was like, wait, what? What? I thought that scene was just like so great, and like yeah, it it perfectly fit the movie too. And uh, that's it. That's yeah. And your score? Uh, eight, uh, eight point. No, just eight out of ten. Okay, eight out of ten. Sounds good. Uh, and Sean. This is one of the first DC movies besides the uh, 
Dark Knight trilogy that I actually, like, really enjoyed, besides Wonder Woman 2. Shit, I shouldn't have said that. Um, cut that. Um, this is one of the latest DC movies I've actually very much enjoyed. Um, I laughed out loud a lot, in the, and I haven't done that in a while in the movie. Uh, Zachary Levi was fantastic. The whole story was really funny, really good. Dr. Savanya was really, like, cool. Um, and, uh, the whole, the whole backstory to everything was really interesting. And, um, just overall, like, a, just a good movie. Very, very good movie. And, uh, can't wait to see Black Adam soon. But I give it a, uh, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. All right. So, WMST's official, uh, review for Shazam is 8.7 out of 10. Yeah. Way too high. Well, yeah, you get you gave it a seven out seven point eight, but you know we averaged everybody's. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't like good things. <laughs> I do. It, I, it was it was just it was a fine movie. It wasn't like a great movie. I mean, I laughed yeah, a was. couple like, times. What like, movie did you watch? I have I I, was- I have like a little gripe with it because Billy. Because Billy Batson, um, the guy who plays Billy Batson, Asher Angel, and the guy who plays Shazam, um, freaking Zachary Levi, they felt like it was they were playing like two completely different people. Yeah, I noticed what? that too. Like, like Shazam was like exactly. more like Sh- Shazam was can, like more goofy and like funny, yeah. and and yeah. Billy, Billy Batson was, was like more serious. You I know? noticed that too. Like all of a sudden, when he turns into Shazam, he's like, <laughs> yeah, like he was like so silly. Like, and I guess. Stuff. I guess. Yeah, I know. But when he was, but then when he was stuff. Billy Batson, but then when he turned back to Billy Batson, he was all serious again. He wasn't yeah, like he's goofy. Not a superhero. All right. Uh, no one knows who Shazam is. He's a complete stranger to everyone. He can do whatever he wants. That's why That's he's like. That's not what we're talking stuff. about, you dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Nope. Right. Fuck you, Hound. Go to hell. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, right, but I'm him out. Z- wait, hold on. Don't do it. Yo. Oh uh, shit, Tyler. Tyler Yo, coming go. for Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok review. Good sugar. You're late. <laughs> I'm a part time. We can't tolerate this tardiness. Tyler is in studio right now, so that's exciting. Yeah. yeah, he arrived in the studio. We waited just for you, man. Yeah. All right. This, all right. We're back, and uh, joining us now is Tyler. Right in time, as we are gonna continue our road to Endgame reviews. Uh, we're getting really close to Endgame now, only 20 days uh, till opening night. And today, we're going to review Thor Ragnarok. Uh, so I'm going to uh, take it over to Tyler since it's his favorite movie. So we're going to have him review Thor Ragnarok first. Go ahead. First of all, this movie is better than Iron Man, <clears throat> Sean. Um but this is my favorite movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I believe maybe close behind is Infinity War or Ahead. It's one of those two. Um, but everything about this movie just works for me. Um, Taika Waititi just changes Thor so much, just like the Russos changed um, Captain America. 
like you watch the first two Thor movies, they basically suck. The first one, and they're right. better than Ragnarok. Okay, go back, no, go back to being muted. Um, <laughs> you watch the first two movies. Thor one's all right. It's not the best, obviously. Thor two, it's the worst one. And then you watch Ragnarok, and just the character is so much better. All the characters work. Heimdall is actually a great character compared to him just being like a robot in the first two movies. He's not a robot. He basically just stands there and does nothing. Um, he's the guard. Well, yeah, he's the guard, but in this movie he actually gets some nice fight scenes. I know he hit does in the first one, I believe it is. Um, the villain in this movie, Hela, I know some people don't like her, but I actually like her a lot. Um, I like the backstory behind how Odin changed the history of Asgard and um, painted over the walls or fixed the walls or whatever it was. Um, her introduction after Odin died was great. The Doctor Strange little cameo was also a fun little bit. Um, and one of the best parts is Jeff Goldblum as the Grand Master easily. The Hulk was a nice introduction. I think it would have been interesting if they didn't show him in the trailers and he just went into the movie blind without seeing that, but um, I think you had to kind of show him to get seats, um, the seats filled, because no one would have saw it, I don't think. Um, Valkyrie was a great introduction as well with Tessa Thompson. She has great chemistry with Chris Hemsworth and, um, of course... The God of Mischief, Loki, is also amazing in this movie. Um, he dies again as Matt Damon, and Matt Damon dies in Infinity War. Oh, well. Um, the only bad part about this movie that I can think of would be Scourge, because Scourge is like, no one cares about him at all. And when he dies, I they try playing Scourge. I they care tried... about Scourge. When he dies, they try playing sad music, and I don't feel any emotion at all. Um, and also, the character of Korg is one of the most hilarious parts about this entire universe. And I hope he makes an appearance in Endgame, which is not likely. But hopefully he survived with Valkyrie. And I'm really excited to see Valkyrie show up in Endgame as well, see what she has to offer with the rest of the Avengers. Um, but for me, this is easily, easily a top three movie. My top three is right as of right now is in no order. I will just say Winter Soldier, Infinity War, and Ragnarok. And this is a 10 out of 10 easily. Oh, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Awesome. And as for my review for Thor Ragnarok, uh, funny thing, we were, uh, coincidentally, we ended up reviewing Shazam today, and Thor Ragnarok, of course, was uh, uh, Zachary Levi's last appearance in the MCU as he died at the hands of uh, Hela. Uh, you guys probably won't even realize. I think some of you do, but uh, Zachary Levi I was do. in yeah the Thor franchise. Very yeah, uh, unnoticed. Flandrel was his name or something like that. But yeah... <laughs> Shazam dies in uh, Thor Ragnarok, but is born again in his own franchise. Oh, well. But yeah, overall, though, I uh, really enjoyed uh, Thor Ragnarok. It's 
one of the funniest MCU movies. Like, it's so funny. At points, I'm like, guys, you gotta s- stop with the jokes. I'm trying to, you know, breathe right now. Uh, but yeah, like, it, the jokes really uh, land. Uh, I think Taika does a great job uh, of directing these guys and letting them just uh, improvise and stuff. And it comes off very naturally. Um, and yeah, just what Taika did for the uh, the character of Thor is just unbelievable. Like, he just turned him around. Um, you, you could kind of say he was, like, the forgotten members of the Avengers. Like, nobody really cared about him. Like, it's like, hey, it's Thor, it's Chris Hemsworth. Cool, I guess. But I get, But in this movie, I feel like a character arc was completed. Uh, a version of Thor came over that we kind of should have been seeing from the starting and his more um, more interesting, more weird lore of his character was explored and actually embraced. Uh, but yeah, and also Kate Blanchett as uh, Hela was a really good, uh, really good villain. Uh, you know, of course, MCU has had uh, a bit of trouble with the early villains, but uh, I feel like her and Michael Keaton's uh, Vulture were a starting point for strong MCU villains. And she yeah, did an amazing job. Uh, other than that, uh, I will give this movie an 8 out of 10. Sounds good. All right. Uh, now let's go to Sean with your review. Um, this is by far the best Thor out of the three. And the best, like, one of the best, like, out of any, like, trilogy that... Uh, the three main had obviously not not as good as Iron Man one, but you know it's it's kind of got up there. But um, really enjoyed this movie. Hella was a great add on to it with Kate Blanchett. Uh, she might make a a uh, appearance in Endgame because she's like the MCU version of Lady Death. But um, like it's gonna be interesting, but very well made. The Led Zeppelin scene where uh, he's he uh, is fully embraced his powers. Phenomenal. The immigrant song, so good. Yeah. Um, I give it a, I give it a, uh, eight out of ten. Not nine because Iron Man one is better. <laughs> All right, eight out of ten. All right. So now let's go with uh, Cam's review. Edit that real quick. Uh. Ragnarok is actually one of my favorite MCU movies just for the enterta- entertainment factor. It leans more into comedy giving it, rather than the serious tone in nature like the past two Thor movies. Sure, it has its action and its storytelling, but I love the movie just for its comedic elements. The get out and the falling for 30 minutes bit still kills me every time I see it. Taika Waititi actually changes just about everything in the franchise with just this one movie. It even made him a great candidate for him to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3 when James Gunn was out. But even he said, I can't make the movie like him. I really loved Hela as the villain. She's actually one of my favorite MCU villains. Plus with her hair down. Oh my. True, true. Can't disagree. Valkyrie is a great character and one of my favorite characters in the movie. But one of my, well, what the, the one character that steals the show is Saika as Cork. He's hilarious in this, and Goldblum is Grandmaster, great as usual in this role. 
I liked how Hulk was in this just because it actually ties up his loose end from Ultron to here. Just to tie up that loose end. I love the movie just for its comedic elements and characters. I'm even hoping to see more from Korg, Valkyrie, and even Hela if they actually make it into Endgame or any other future movie. My rating, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Alright, sounds good. And Hound, your review? Alright, I love this movie so much. It's the best Thor movie ever created. One of the best, one of the funniest MCU movies ever created. And uh, I, I, this is like one of the first movies I like watched back to back. Not on the same day, but like I watched uh, Thor Ragnarok first on Friday. And then I watched another like Sunday or Saturday. And like the beginning scene with Thor is fighting Soda with his with Molnia was the best fight scene Thor has had with that hammer. Hands down. I don't care like whatever else, like Avengers or like Age Voltron, that scene was the best one. Like hands down. And Loki's also great in this movie. And I found a new sense of like love with this with this movie as well. Uh and I really love the joke where uh, he sees Hulk, Hulk, where he like sees Hulk again and stuff. And uh, hold on, okay, Valkyrie's awesome, way funny. She she looks a thousand times better in the white suit with the blue cape, and the like dragon dagger sword. Uh, and if you allow me to rant a bit on Beta Ray Bill, so apparently he was supposed to show up in this movie, but he didn't. Like there's like some problems with it, and then they and then like Infinity War they like stole the name of his hammer, and that's like I don't know. Beta Ray Bill needs some justice. Hashtag justice for Beta Ray Bill, please. And uh, yeah, I just love this movie so much. It's one of the funniest, and the Doctor Strange scene in the movie is just great. I love how Doctor Strange appears behind the door. And uh, Doctor Doctor Strange's suit with the yellow gloves and the cape just look amazing in the Thor. And then when Loki just comes out and he's like, "I've been falling for thirty minutes," so funny. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. And your score? Uh, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. All right. And uh, Ziggler, go ahead. Wait, um. Ziggler, when uh for the edit, cut out anytime I was like uh like long pauses, just like cut it out. Got it. Okay, uh, boss. Yeah. <laughs> to just get rid of a uh, immigrant song, we don't want any copyright well, we strikes. Make you True. your morning coffee too. <laughs> Do you want them uh, to blow you while you're at it? <laughs> make me some fried eggs right now. I'll fucking fry your eggs. Alright, let's do this. What? Okay. Like, he'll All cut right. him off and fry You know. Him. You know. Thank you, Syed, for that introduction. <laughs> um, finally, a good Thor movie, which really wasn't hard to top the last two, but you know. Um, I remember seeing this in IMAX opening night with Sean, and we weren't really excited about this because all our hype was going to Infinity War. So, but nonetheless, it was still a pretty good movie. Um, I personally thought it was pretty good. It was a great addition to the MCU. And it really showcased Thor's true abilities as the God of Thunder. 
It showed what a badass he is, and it showed us that we should not count him out in the conversation as the strongest Avenger, because he probably is the strongest Avenger right now. It also showcased the funny and humorous side of Thor. Chris Hemsworth is funny as hell. He showed us that in previous movies, not in the MCU, but that he can play a funny and lovable idiot, and I'm glad we and I'm glad he brought it into the Thor character. It really just brings a new side to the character we'd never seen before. And I believe a lot of that goes to the director, Taka Watiti. His direction of the film and his direction of what he thinks the short the, the Thor character should be really made the movie. Now you can't talk about this movie without mentioning Planet Hulk. I mean the MCU was probably going to do a Planet Hulk movie in the future, but fucking Universal, man. Um, but yeah, fucking Universal just fucked us in the ass with that because I want a Planet Hulk movie. But this was still good because the the little Planet, uh, the Planet Hulk scenes we see in the movie is really good and I love it. And I love that their fucking fight too. Or the, the, that gladiator fight was... One of the best scenes in the movie. And I also love Korg. And I love Meek. And I love the Grandmaster. Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster was fucking hilarious. He was probably my favorite character in the movie. Now overall, this was a this was a good, fun space adventure. With lots of laughs. And great, memorable action set pieces. And a good story. I give it a solid 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Okay. So with that, the official score of WMST for Thor Ragnarok is 8.5 out of 10. It's a good score. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, Good score, yeah. Alright, now moving on to our wrestling topics. It's uh, WrestleMania weekend. It's a huge weekend for wrestling fans. And before we and get we're into... we're ready the... to go. True, true. Before we get into the TakeOver <laughs> and WrestleMania talk... Uh, I had a question for you guys. Now, there has been rumor floating around. Now, I didn't really care about this until Becky Lynch mentioned it. Rob Gronkowski recently retired from the NFL. And apparently there's rumors of him potentially joining uh, WWE. Now, we Booms? Know... Oh, he's an NFL player. You remember we I didn't know, know who the fuck he was? It was a joke, I know. I oh, think he said number 33. Sorry. So, I mean, you guys know, like, Ronda Rousey, of course, big crossover star from the world of MMA. Now, we might be getting a football star in WWE. So, I want to get your guys' thoughts on uh, mainstream uh, uh, stars coming into WWE and how that impacts everything. I personally think it it doesn't really impact anything because I feel like maybe merchandise-wise, numbers-wise, it moves a little bit. But other than that, there isn't really an impact. But I think if they're brought up uh, through the system correctly, I think they can turn out to be like Ronda and like be really successful. So I'm going to go with Cam first. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they might bring him in for like a one-time ordeal, kind of like they did with Mike Tyson or... Ooh, maybe he'll actually train and actually compete. Or maybe they'll bring him in like an analyst like Pat McAfee. How do they have him in NXT? Yeah, 
Oh yeah, true. I don't know what they're gonna do. I but like I'm do you like pretty much. Do you like the prospect of him potentially uh, becoming a wrestler, maybe continuing that feud with Jinder, make <laughs> in the same continuity? Uh, it will sure bring in a lot of attention, kind of like how Rousey's bringing in attention. True. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Sean, I personally, when I when I saw Rob at uh, WrestleMania 33 with Ziggler, we didn't know who the fuck he was, and like we we literally have video evidence where like where he was down there, and we're like, who the fuck is that? Who the fuck like, is that guy? We really did not give a shit. And like, uh, some mainstream, depending on who it is, I think it's good. But most of the time, like, it's just it, it's not really something that like it's like, oh, okay, that's a former football player. Okay, next topic. Like, don't really, we're not really phased or care by it. True, and um. And Ziggler? Um, I mean, if Rob Gronkowski wants to become a professional wrestler, who am I to stop him, you know? But, like, so many um, great athletes from different sports come to professional wrestling, and some of them are good, like Matthew Riddle, um, Shayna Baszler, um, Moose from TNA. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Moose was a professional football player, and now he's a professional wrestler, and he made Moose. the transition good. Yeah, that Moose. guy. Um, but yeah, but I would prefer if Rob Gronkowski actually trained and like started out in the Indies and then make his way up. You know, that would be nice, but that's probably not going to happen because he has a famous name, I guess. That's not going to happen at all. That's what I just said. It's probably not going to happen. Weren't you listening, you deaf motherfucker? You said probably. I said it's never going to happen. <laughs> okay. He's going to show up TNA, WWE, and that's it. He, he's gone. Okay. Uh, Ziggler, continue. Oh, that was good, actually. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll move on to Hound then. Go ahead, Hound. Uh, I don't really care. I don't really care for a spot. I was in 33. If he becomes wrestler, okay, cool. Just don't take up take up all the spots. Don't become champion right away. And like don't win the title. Us. Yeah, don't win the title. Don't win like multiple matches in a row or whatever. And uh, it would and be, we'll be good. It would be funny to see the whole gender thing continue, but yeah, I don't really care. I don't watch football. I did meet Rob Gronkowski though. Like I did meet him by well. So. Oh yeah, he's he's a uh, who gives hometown. a fuck? It's a New England, Boston. Like yeah, he's a big I deal. I took pick. I, I took Is he though? I mean, he was pretty tall. I mean, I wouldn't know. I'm from a shithole in Ohio. <laughs> I have a foot. I have a signed football from him. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not even a football fan. Like what? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Alright, so with that, we'll move on to our next topic. Uh, and We're going to review NXT TakeOver. Uh, it was a really amazing event. Uh, had a lot of buzz going in Friday. And certainly did not disappoint. So, 
we're going to go around and we're going to ask everybody what their favorite match was and what they thought about the event overall. So we'll start with uh, Hound. Go ahead. I thought the whole show was awesome. This was one of the best takeovers in a long, long time. Every match on the show was freaking awesome. I really wish my baby girl, Kari Sane, won the title, or even Io Shirai, because I love me some Japanese women, because I like anime. And uh, the match with Adam Cole and John Gargano was fucking incredible. It was a piece of, like, like, I fucking orgasm during every single freaking move. Like, holy freaking shit. Like, somebody, if this was a video game, someone nerfed Johnny Gargano because that was freaking impossible. That man is a robot. That man went on his head so many damn times. That man got kicked in the side, back, front, in the head by a foot so many times. I am the table. Uh, the first match with uh, Ricochet and Black was amazing. Uh, that was Team Dream. Freaking gorgeous as always of the Statue of Liberty, the real the real sign of liberty. And I can't wait for WrestleMania on Sunday. And that was like I takeover is probably gonna be better than Mania. Maybe Mania it will have a like, better moments. But uh, yeah, that's all that's it. Yeah, sounds good. And yeah, personally for me, uh the, the emotionally most gravitating match was the uh the Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole match. Uh, for a second, I forgot that it was a uh, two out of three falls match. So when the first fall happened, I was like, wait, what? And so that was a pretty nice touch. Uh, but yeah, the Undisputed Era coming out and like attacking Johnny Gargano. For a second, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be a screw job finish. Uh, and I was kind of disappointed at that point because uh, it's been almost two years, man. Like Johnny, you know, he really needs to get his win, you know. It was kind of getting ridiculous at this point, but when he was able to get that final uh, uh, submission at the end, uh, that felt like cathartic. Like it felt like so the many Gargano years. The Gargano escape. Right. The yeah, Gargano escape. Uh, yeah, that final tap out was absolutely uh, satisfying. Uh, uh, so, but overall, the match I really liked uh, was. The Walter versus Pete Dunn match. That match was so physical and brutal. And uh, seeing Pete Dunn's 685-day uh, title reign end was was absolutely crazy. Like at one point when he landed the uh, when what's his finisher called again? Um, uh, the bitter end. Bitter end. Bitter yeah. end. Yeah. Uh, when he landed that, I was like, okay, wait, that's the end. Like, uh, I think. He, he he's gonna win it, but no, he didn't. Like, it subverted my expectation, and I really liked that. Overall, it was crazy thought, how he picked him up, though. Like, I oh, didn't yeah, think he'd true. do it to him. Yeah, but yeah, overall, I thought that was the best match of the night. But like, emotion, emotion-wise, I thought Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano was the best one. But yeah, overall, though, a very solid takeover. I really enjoyed it. Uh, probably one of the top five takeovers. R- really awesome. Uh, and Cam, go ahead. I actually had a lot of fun with this show. Now, some of these matches, like the Riddle and Velveteen match and the first two falls of the Trojardy Falls match, they kind of lost me, but they picked up near the end like they usually would. Favorite matches of the night would be the opener, the women's match. Sure, I'm kind of irked that Shayna's still champion. Like, shouldn't she be getting a call-up anytime soon? 
She's a good heel, though. She's a really good wrestler. Yes, she is. Better than Ronda's ass. A great heel. But sure, dimples and thighs, Io Shirai didn't win, and Bianca didn't get her moment, but it's building up to that big moment where it's like, can, who will be the one to actually topple her, to, to knock her off the throne and stuff? Johnny finally getting his moment is actually just really great. Like, I can't figure out a word for it. Cathartic? Yeah, that's, uh, that's how I would describe it, yeah. Like, he finally got his moment after two years of absolute hell, like, and especially a year of being tormented by former best friend and letting the, letting the hate flow through him. Devil himself. Like, he finally got his moment, his small victory, something to get behind. And the best part, Cleveland finally has a title now after all those years of depression or another title. Bud who's counting. I really like the show. Uh, now, I got a follow-up question for you. Who do you think is the best choice to eventually beat Shayna for the title? Because she's pretty much got a stranglehold on that title. Who do you think should win the title? Reason for everyone or just Cam? Uh, yeah, go, I, I want to ask Cam first. And then This I can be for everyone. Yeah. Go I ahead, mean, Ken. before they announced the four-way, I was thinking, oh, Io Shirai is going to be the one to to knock her off the pedestal. So I'm still thinking Shirai, unless they can actually get another girl to come in and go all Walter on her. Oh, and I forgot to mention that uh, walter Don match. I really liked it. Yeah, Io Shirai, I guess that yeah, that that's a pretty good choice too. I think they need to just build her up a little bit more, which they can do very easily. But yeah, eventually build up to another takeover with her, yeah. And Hound, who do you think can eventually beat Shayna? My baby girl, Kari freaking Fane. With the elbow drop of the century, she's going to beat Shayna one day and become two-time NXT champion. I'm just waiting for the day because Shayna has been a boring champion. Didn't she beat her at Brooklyn 4? I think she did. Yeah, I think so, yeah. She beat her on Evolution, I think, right? No, Shayna won. No, Evolution, Shayna won, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I, I don't think Kari would be the one to actually top to beat her she's, again. I mean, she's Japanese. She's got that, like... So oh, she's Japanese, so she's gonna win, Every, yeah. Asuka won, like, 6,000 matches before she But isn't... So. Asuka like, and Kari Sane are not the same person. Shouldn't Kari Sane be on her way out, though? No. I want her to stay next to become two-time champ, and then go to Mothra. Because I don't want her to mess her up like WWE did Oscar. You've seen what they did to Oscar. I do agree with Cam, though, when it comes to the call-up. I think Kyrie's the closest to a call-up than anybody in that match. And uh, Ziggler, who do you think is... To be honest. She's been just... And Ziggler, who do you think can eventually get that? I title? mean, I know it's not going to happen, but I love her so much. So Candice LeRae, I mean, I've been following her since the Indies, and I would love for her to be the women's champion in NXT, but I know it's not going to happen because uh, they're not. I don't know. They're not, they're not doing really anything. Like she with her doesn't NXT. have an identity besides Johnny's yeah, Gargano's wife. wife. Yeah, which sucks, but you know it's. 
and she's a fantastic wrestler, though. I, I mean, I think that's gonna change soon. After after tonight's takeover, I really feel like she's that, that's gonna change up things with her whole like career now, because that whole Champa life is now over. I would presume. Yeah, but yeah, Candice Ray, I like her. So. Yeah, sounds good. And moving on to Sean, who do you think could eventually get Shayna's title? Wait, say it again that you broke up. Oh, my bad. Uh, I asked you, who do you think eventually will be able to beat Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship? Um, definitely, if she doesn't get called up, Candice LeRae would be really nice. You know? Um, yeah. But, uh... Hey! What? Candice LeRae. I um, want Candice. Okay, well, yeah. I didn't really pay attention to Women's Match, but, uh, yeah, uh, Candice LeRae would be nice. Yeah, and what did you think of the event overall in your favorite match? Uh, definitely Velveteen versus Riddle was my, one of my my favorite match. No, uh, my bad, Walter versus Dunn was just, I was, I was, uh, not doing a safe thing, and I was driving, and this was on my, like, my AC, and I was listening to it through my Bluetooth, and very like lightly looking down sometimes but but even then it was just like holy shit what a fucking match um kind of sad done lost because i was hoping he would keep it for a thousand but um seemed unlikely but uh good for walter and uh dream versus riddle was really good too dream is such a fucking star and i'm really happy for him uh and cole versus gargano which is awesome i would have liked to see a cole when the title and Gargano be called up, but, uh, you know, maybe Cole gets called up. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe that's Undisputed Era gets called up. But it was an overall great show. Yeah, definitely agree. And Tyler, I want to get your take. Who, uh, What was your favorite match from TakeOver? <clears throat> um, man, it's a tough choice. And don't you dare, <laughs> FaithOver is better than Iron Man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with. Um, let me think about this. Probably the um, women's battle royale from WrestleMania 25. <laughs> I'm not, man. I asked you, what was your favorite takeover match? From we don't talk time? about that. I was, I was just messing with. Uh, probably the Fatal Four Away from like three years ago with Tyson Kidd and Neville. Yeah, oh. that was <laughs> that was a good one. That, 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 that was a classic, yeah. I, I like yeah. that one. Yeah, that's a good throwback. Yeah, definitely. All right, and uh, Ziggler, go ahead. Thank you for not forgetting me. Um, This show was fucking amazing. I mean, I, I would probably go as far as saying that this was probably the greatest professional wrestling show I've ever, I've ever seen. I mean, every match was just a fantastic instant classic after instant classic. War Raiders versus Aleister Black and Ricochet was an awesome, fun way to kick off the show. I love how TakeOver always kicks it off with a fantastic tag team match. And it was Ricochet and and Aleister Black's final NXT match, and it was a great send-off. Velveteen Dreamers and Matthew Riddle was fucking fantastic as well. Just a great back and forth. Yeah, his name is Matthew Riddle. His name's actually Matt, but okay. His name's Matthew, you dumb fuck. Yeah, it's Matthew. (laughs) 
Matthew Riddle was a fantastic fucking. It's Matthew Riddle. It was a fantastic fucking match. I do because that's a real legal name. Just it was just a great back and forth match as well. Pete Dummer's Walter was an absolute banger. Just fucking hard hitting, violent brutality. Exactly how I liked my professional wrestling. Oh my! The fatal four. I know, right? The fatal four-way NXT Women's Title match was just a good breather after that UK match and right before the fucking match of the year. Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. It was just a fucking masterclass. It was just fucking incredible. I can't say more good things about this match and about this show. It was just awesome seeing Gargano finally winning the big one. Finally, after all these years. I mean, thinking he was going to win against Almas in Philly. And then again against Ciampa in Brooklyn. And now, finally, the boyhood dream has come true. Just fantastic. This show is just perfect from top to bottom. If I were to give it a rating, which I know we aren't doing, but it's 10 out of 10, A++. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, overall, yeah, very great uh, show. Uh, so, yeah, with that, let's uh, move on. Let's talk about... WrestleMania. All right, uh, Hound. So talk to us about uh, some of the WrestleMania matches. Okay, the the most the WrestleMania match I'm most excited for is actually the women's main event, the women's uh, battle royal match. I think it's the most like it's it's the most inclusive match. It has. That's what you're most excited for. It ha- yeah, it has the most diversity of mat of women. All of these women are just just so beautiful. All all the shapes and sizes is it's it's a great match. Are you <laughs> riffing? <laughs> shapes and sizes. Shapes and sizes. <laughs> You're all so beautiful. We got some oompa loompas in there. Um, uh, I look forward to the surprise uh, wrestlers who will be in this match. Like last year, my wife Peyton Royce was. In them, a baby girl, Carly Sane, was also in there. I'm hoping for them to come back, and I'm hoping for Peyton Royce to to win this year, boys. Let's let's. She's in the tag title match. Wait, what? Oh yeah, yo, my wife better win the tag title. She better win the tag title. Sounds like he forgot that. You're not a very good husband if you if you forgot that, dude. Yeah. I think she better get a divorce. <laughs> yeah, I heard she's looking. <laughs> I heard she's looking for guys with long black hair, such as myself. So true. I, I, I think I saw her. I heard she's looking for guys that actually know what match she's in. Damn. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. oh. Yo, Ziggler, I have long black hair, so shut up. Uh, your hair is not black, so kill yourself with a knife. Anyways, let's I go. Or <laughs> not of my face. Bitch, I do not want to see your ugly ass face. All right. Anyways. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Go ahead, uh, Hound, with your next match. Okay, the next match that is the most anticipated of matches is Bobby Lashley, the man who makes a child point at his ass. Ass versus Ass Lee. Versus the Demon Finn Balor. The Demon Finn Balor is coming for WrestleMania. I'm like, holy shit, finally. I'm like, I can't believe Vince finally came out of this freaking. Uh, slow down, slow down. Down, down, down the, on the energy drinks. 
I can't believe save him for Finn, Mania. I can't believe Finn Balor is actually coming out as the demon because we all know Finn can't win shit without the demon. Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar, Finn Balor, no more. No I mean, he won the Intercontinental title the first time without the demon, so I, I think it's pretty He doesn't good. want to use it as a crutch. I see, but the demon, the um, the attire will be awesome. The the, the red smoke slaking across the stadium. The, the red like he's being so descriptive with this shit. <laughs> the red and black lightning that's gonna show up over the arena. Oh yes, Finn Balor's gonna look so amazing. On the bright side, it's not SummerSlam exclusive anymore. Yeah, go. So who do you have winning? And Bobby Lashley, there too. And the Battle Royal? Uh, Finn's going to win, 100%. Uh, Battle Royal? I don't know. Freaking a mid-card wrestler who nobody cares about. What about Asuka? Uh, Yeah, Asuka's going to win. To hell with all that. Lacey Evans is going to jump in and win. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, probably. Keep and the next match? match? Boys, boys, settle down. Time for another match. And that is the game. Triple H versus the animal, the invisible man, Batista. This the match, man that wants what he wants. This Get out match, of his office. This match. <laughs> this match is just like, Wow. I can't believe this is actually happening. But he says, final match in WWE. Will it be Triple H's final match in WWE? Like, that's just so crazy to think about. Like, wow. I really hope Triple H really doesn't retire this year. I always look forward to his WrestleMania matches. And no, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not joking. I mean, he, he is getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. He gets inducted into the Hall of Fame next night. He has a WrestleMania match. Hmm. Interesting. I wouldn't be surprised in his match. Batista wins, but hey, who knows? He did get injured at the fucking stupid ass Saudi Arabia show. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for this match. It's no DQ. There should be some fun. There should be Shawn Michaels. There should be Ric Flair showing up. Randy Orton. They're gonna have, have. They're definitely gonna have some rep, some evolution stuff. Reps gonna be knocked down. All that early 2006 ruthless aggression awesomeness that I wasn't a part of. So, yeah, that should be exciting. Now, the match I... Okay, so this... This is going to be real. The next match I'm really excited for is Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese for the Cruiserweight title. As far as I know, Buddy Murphy steals the freaking show in every match he's in. Royal Rumble? Did you see that match? No, because you all are losers and you don't watch the kickoff. We right? actually I did it. see that match. I did see the match. Yeah, Screw I you. did not. See okay, it. That's, good. An That's a good because Buddy Murphy strong is assumption. Best, Buddy Murphy is the best cruiserweight wrestler to step foot in a ring besides Rey Mysterio and several others that I can't think of right now. Pock. I, <laughs> I am super excited for this match. The Royal Rumble match was. One of my favorite matches, like, literally ever. I'm not joking. Like, I look forward to the Cruiserweight matches for every pay-per-view. Because they always make me, make me fun and amped for the match. And he's going in this year as the Cruiserweight champion. 
when last year he was he was going in as like literally nobody. I think I think it was in the Battle Royal, maybe. Probably. He wasn't even on the card. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. On the card. He was still in NXT. Buddy Murphy is an afterthought. Now he's going into Mania as a champion. That Australian bastard. He is going to steal the show and retain his. There is only one bastard, and that bastard is Pac. Uh, who? Uh, who? That crybaby left. Who cares about him? The now? greatest NXT champion of all goddamn time. He is a bastard. He is Pac. Let Kevin Owens say hello. Okay, that's it. Okay. All right, sounds good. Uh, all right, we're gonna go with Ziggler now. All right, the first match I'm gonna preview, and I just want to all let you know that. I traded Roman Reigns as Drew McIntyre for this match, and I can say now it is the worst trade deal in history <laughs> because I made a mistake. I forgot who was in the Raw Tag Team title match. <laughs> the Revival versus Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. <laughs> okay. I mean, Yo, Zack Ryder's a this would have been now. this would have been this would have been cool if like they actually built this up for weeks, saying like Kurt Hawkins can't win the big one anymore. That would have been a cool storyline, but they just said fuck it and just <laughs> just announced it on like Instagram like a day or two ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had the revival uh, winning because I mean it's probably gonna not be that good because I'm not a fan of Zack Ryder or Court Hawkins, so <laughs> I really don't care for this match. I don't know why I traded it. That was the worst trade deal in history. My God, I'm gonna <laughs> kill myself. Um. <laughs> All right. Then. The fuck was that? All right. The next match. I have another tag team match. I'm actually, you know, this match is fucking star studded. I mean, I'm going to list off the names right now. The Usos versus The Bar versus Nakamura and Rusev versus Ricochet and Aleister Black. Like, holy fucking shit. If that match on paper doesn't get your dick hard, I don't know what will, dude. <laughs> like, holy fuck. But if WWE gave even one little ounce of fuck about the tag team division, this match would be a show stealer. But since they don't, it's probably going to be like 10 minutes of fucking rest holds and arm drags and a little <laughs> dives outside. Some dives. And they don't want to add ladders to it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, that's a bulb. We need to sue WWE. But yeah, um, if they if they actually give this match time, they actually give this match like twenty twenty five minutes. I will be surprised, and I will be so happy because this match has all the makings of a show stealer. And I'm I'm hoping I'm wrong that. I'm hoping they do give this match a lot of time because it would be a show stealer if they do. Now, speaking of show stealers, here's another show stealer that if they do give it time, it will be a show stealer. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. That's a dream match in itself. I'm not sure if it, I'm not sure if it happened already, but if it did, fuck me, right? But it's a dream match of itself, you know? Fuck, wait, did it happen on SmackDown? I don't think no. it ever happened. Yeah, I'm no. not sure. Yeah, I don't think so. Probably happened some match in the Indies. Okay. Um. 
But yeah, I it's, I hope uh, Rey Mysterio's ankle is okay. Hopefully he can uh, wrestle on Sunday if he can. It's going to be a great, fun match if they give it a lot of time. If they going to give it like five minutes again because this match was kind of like impromptu too. They literally like announced it like a week ago and literally no build up at all. No, nothing. It was that there where was the build up? Literally just backstage interviews with him and his son Dominic. That was that was that was the build up. That was literally the build up. Mm-hmm. I mean that's laughable. But yeah, knowing these two guys, these two veterans, these two great just great professional wrestlers, it will be a good match. They will they'll they they will try to hopefully work with what they got and hopefully they get some time. Now, I don't know how the fuck I got this match. I was lucky, I guess, because I got the main event match between Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and the man Becky Lynch. Um, it is for the SmackDown Women's title and the Raw Women's title. It's a unification match, I guess. So, is it going to be like in 2013, they're just going to make the title one title? Yeah. They, uh-huh. Oh, okay. That was a fast. Um, no brand split anymore, I guess. Nope. Please, no. Please keep it. (laughs) Yeah, I actually like the brand split, so... Yeah. I mean, all I really wanted... All I wanted was a simple one-on-one main event match with... It didn't didn't even have to be the main event. It can be the co. It can be somewhere in the middle of the show. Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch for the Rollins title. That's all I wanted. But no. This match changed so many times. I, I think I saw this on like Cam's Instagram where you like saw like the evolution of the match, like everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. Survivor Series all the way to here. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, but um, I mean, it's gonna, it's still gonna be a good match. It's probably still gonna be a killer match, but with Charlotte in it, like. Multi-person matches are usually good, and but I still wanted like the first women's main event to be a one-on-one match because one-on-one matches hold more prestige, I guess. You know, like, and it's the first main event, like main event WrestleMania matches. You think of one-on-one matches and not triple threat matches because, like, you think of like Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, and Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior, and unless it's twenty. With what? Redacted and Hunter and Sean. Or unless it's go? WrestleMania 2000, which I completely forgot the main event was Big Show, Mick Foley, Triple H, and The Rock. I completely forgot about that because everybody forgets about that match. I I don't know. I have no idea what fuck won that match anyways. The Rock probably Hunter in, won that match. Triple H. See? The Hound just said The Rock. <laughs> True. See, I don't know who won that match. You don't know who won that match. But Cam does because he's a fucking genius. Um, I'm a fucking historian for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, probably in 10, 15 years, you have no idea who won this match because there are three people in it and one of them was shoehorned in it and the other one fucking clawed her way into this main event. She was the fucking Irish last kicker. She was a fucking pun 
person yeah. on Instagram who would do silly puns on her stories and shit. And now she is the fucking man. She will take that title. Uh, actually, uh, she'll take those titles, actually. actually have her winning. I hope she does win. It will be... It would be a big fucking swerve if they put the both titles on Ronda or even worse, Charlotte. No offense. Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. Charlotte I, I like wins. Charlotte. She's a good she's a good wrestler and all, but just get the fuck out of here, shoehorn Charlotte. Just if Charlotte wins, I'm gonna go to WWE HQ and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna, just burn it to I'm the gonna ground. You're gonna throw hands? With I hope uh, I hope someone has the money to bail you out of jail. So <laughs> you guys, um, right? Right? No, I am not spending my hard no, money on you. Yeah, I'm good. Save my own money. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, we'll start a GoFundMe though, and hopefully someone will get it. <laughs> yeah, but I got a uh, Becky <laughs> winning both titles because she is the man. She is the fucking man. Stop yeah. it All right, with that sounds horrible good. In Irish accent. I think it's pretty what? good. Actually. That Irish what? Pretty accent good. is bad. I don't I think it's pretty good. You sound like you're trying to be Conor McGregor. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Irish, that's though. the point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. Thank you, I guess. He's well, Irish. He is Irish. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that is true, though. I have. I only know like one person who won a match at WrestleMania 30, like five years ago. What? <laughs> like what you were saying about like oh who cares because in 20 years you're not going to remember bro I said that like 5 minutes ago dude come on dude get with the program you should have said that when I was saying it anyways uh, I go don't ahead Cam you. You, you interrupted me like 5 times when I was saying contain yourselves alright yeah. um okay, anyways uh Cam go ahead yeah Cam go ahead I have 4 matches going from least interested to most interested the first match that I'm least interested in is Shane McMahon versus The Miz in a Falls Count Anywhere match. What yeah, is Shane going to jump off of? What is Miz going to jump off of? My Are they going to go all the way to the outside? Yes. It's funny that you expect Miz to jump off of anything, dude. He's not that kind of wrestler. <laughs> Shane's going to jump off the stage. Like was, it, I just said that just as a plot twist. You didn't say stage. You said, what's he going to jump off of? No, I said, what's Shane going to jump off of? Is Miz going to jump off anything? I oh, forget it. My prediction is Miz to win because you gotta Shane usually Mr. doesn't Dad. win. <laughs> Shane <laughs> usually doesn't win at Mania. Next yeah, one is... I mean, we got to see that shot of Miz hugging Maurice and his dad and his mom and uh, his kid. Which is probably going to happen. I guess Hound isn't worried about interrupting Cam. God damn it. Yeah, no interruptions. All right, go ahead, Cam. My second match that I'm moderately interested in is Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. This is Roman's first one-on-one match since he came back. Am I right or am I wrong? Correct. You're right. Yeah. Correct. His first match back was... His only match back was a shield. Yeah. What was his first one-on-one match? Since they want to have a feel-good moment and they want to have Reigns actually have his moment, excuse me, since they want to have Reigns have a feel-good moment in his first match back, I say Roman gets the win. Third match I'm actually interested in, Randy Orton versus AJ Styles, 14 years in the making. 
<laughs> All thanks to a fan saying sign AJ Styles at Mania 20. This is a match that I've been wanting ever since AJ came into the company, and I'm actually glad that I'm not getting it now at the biggest show of the year. Like, and which is the match that I'm most interested in. I forgot, I forgot about the other match that I had. This, uh, my prediction for this is AJ. Anyway, the match. Yeah, Roman I, and Drill. There's one, I have one more. You have the Universal Championship. Yeah, my main oh. event. The best. Les- Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. My boy Seth is gonna win the title. Get ready for it. Get ready to pop your eyes out, Hound. I'm willing to sacrifice Seth Rollins losing just to have Kofi Kingston and Becky Lynch get their moments. No, all three will have their moments. No, knowing this company that we're that we're gonna, knowing yeah. this company, we're gonna get two good moments. Nah, and no the fucking is gonna good. happen. We're probably gonna get one good moment. Just co, just like either Seth and Becky win, and then Kofi's gonna win at like Extreme Rules or something. No, it'd be bigger to give to have Kofi's moment here. I know, but like I see that happening. Vince is just like like that. I would trade Ronda to win for Seth to win. Seth wow, that's a that's a big trade. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So is I that give my camp? prediction? My yeah. prediction for Universal is my prediction would be Seth to retain. Just to say I can get one wrong, but I'm but I'm saying Lesnar's gonna win. Yeah. Sounds good. It's a big prediction, actually. Actually, a lot of people are predicting Seth, but I can see Brock winning. Unfortunately. All right, so now on to my matches. I got the Under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Are Ooh. they even calling that match Under the, uh, the Giant Memorial? Yeah, yeah, they um, are. Yeah. Why okay. would they change yeah. the name? Yeah, I have no clue because nobody really cares about this match that much. I think it's going to be like the first pre-show match. But, you know, it's it's still one of those things where, at this point, it's whatever match. Anybody can literally win. Just pick a mid-carder off the top of your head. He's probably going to win the match. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler, actually. Yeah, it, I, I think Tyler is on to something. Like, Dolph can just waltz in there and be like, Hey, uh, you want me to stick around? Yeah, let me win this Battle Royal, please. I think that's a great question, no. Tyler. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll I'll go want wild it. card people like maybe Mustafa Ali or even Andrade Almas. True. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, those guys would actually benefit from the wins, but I nobody mean, the, really uh, benefits hey, from this match. Nobody. The battle from royal the battle literally trophy. means nothing. So just Sayed. give it a grog for all. You win a trophy. It's there for a week, and Yo, what's I up? Forget I'm about it. What's up? Are you excited to see Colin Jost and the other dude with Brown? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, SNL guys, uh, Colin Jost and Michael Chair are going to be in the Royal uh, Rum- uh, Sorry, the Battle Royal. The Royal Rumble's in January. Royal Rumble. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. The Rimble. Battle Royal. It's going to be the segment of the night. I dare you to come up with something better than Colin Jost and the other guy with Braun Strowman. Oh, I don't God. know. If, Elias if, and somebody else. Yeah, I guess they're going to have a funny spot or, like, a hardcore spot. Like, yeah, we'll see. But that's a pretty good one. Uh, All right. Other than that, uh, let me see. 
Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin is the other match I got. Now, like we talked about last week, uh, uh, I think two weeks ago, about how Corbin is kind of an underwhelming opponent for Angle. I still agree with that, but at the same time, uh, you know, uh, I defended Corbin saying, you know, he's not a bad wrestler. He's pretty good, and I think uh, on his best day, he can probably bring out a pretty good match out of Kurt Angle. And at this point, it is what it is. Uh, I'm, of course, going to predict Kurt to win. Like, there's no way he's losing on his way out to Corbin. That would be a big rub for Corbin to win a match against a Hall of Famer at WrestleMania. It would piss a lot of people off, and it would be a good kind of heat, but I'm going to go with Kurt uh, winning. Uh, I'm just hoping that Baring can actually get better retired this time instead of the uh, bartender vest he's been wearing for months. Yeah, that's true, yeah. All right, he's going to come out with 45 vests on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The other match I got is Fatal 4 Women's Tag Match. Uh, the Iconics versus Sasha Banks Woo! and Bailey versus oh yeah that's your fair versus Tamina and Nia Jax versus uh, Beth Phoenix and Natalia so it's a, it's got a good mix of the current wrestlers past wrestlers and uh, a very good mix so I'm thinking you know this is one of those matches that you really can't predict I want to see the Iconics win yo my man. But I think there's a chance uh, Sasha and Bailey just retained. I think I'm going to... The safer bet is Sasha and Bailey retaining, so I'm going to go with that. But I do want to see the Iconics win. I think that makes the most sense right now. Uh, Alright, so the other match I got is uh, the co-main event, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. Now, this is a match... We have discussed extensively on the podcast, and I know a lot of us are very emotionally invested in, in this match. And of course, I predict Kofi Kingston to win, and I want Kofi Kingston to win. I think at this point, it, it's one of those things I don't want to be cynical and be like, oh, they're never going to pull the trigger on Kofi winning at Mania. But at this point, it just feels like you got to do it. There's no other choice. If you don't do it, then it's just the same cycle. I think it's time they break the cycle and actually uh, go with it and yeah, have Kofi win the title at WrestleMania. It's going to be a huge moment. Uh, they're going to get a lot of headlines tomorrow. And, you know, WWE loves headlines in mainstream media. Uh, it, this is going to bring a lot of attention to them. And it's finally going to give Kofi the win he deserves uh, after 11 years in the company doing so much for them from mid card to tag teams uh, and just, yeah. And of course, Daniel Bryan's going to carry Kofi to an amazing match. He's one of the best technical wrestlers of all time. Uh, he is exactly where he should be uh, after years of amazing moments at WrestleMania or WrestleMania 30 in particular. Uh, one of the best moments, and it's all coming full circle now. Uh, so, yeah, I, I really can't wait for this match. And my prediction is uh, Kofi Kingston winning. It should be the real main event, though. Yeah, some can argue for that, but, you know, gotta, they got to go for the historic points. They got to put the women's this main event This is historic. Their first ever black champion, man. I know. But not as historic as women. 
Yeah, th- because, they put know, more stock. We treat in our that. women like shit. We gotta give them that their world now. Right, exactly. Bro, we, dude, we. Well, I think they did the same thing the except plug. for worse with black people, dude. Yeah. Pull the plug. <laughs> pull the plug. Pull the plug on WrestleMania if Kofi doesn't Iron's win. Hot. <laughs> yeah. Yo, what if just fucking Brian Lesnar and Ronda retains? Yeah, ex- expect riots uh, outside of uh, uh, the stadium. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, that was a fucking waste of time. Yeah, expect refund uh, chance at the at the stadium. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. But yeah, looking forward to WrestleMania. It's gonna be a pretty good one. And next week we will, of course, have a review of the best matches from WrestleMania and the overall results. So yeah, with that. We're gonna end our podcast. Thank you for to everybody and if it was that trash, tuned it was in. Trash. Yeah, if it was trash, thanks it was to trash. the ten people that that thank you for in. the seven hundred and eighty-five people that actually watched it. Yeah, true, true. All right, so with that, thank you for ten episodes, guys. Thank you. Yep, you guys mean we are gonna to pull us. the plug on this episode. Pull Fuck the plug right voice. now. Give us yeah. money. You're the reason <laughs> we are still here. If you want to donate and give us money, give us money. Yeah, we need, we need money. We'll put Cam's cash app. We'll put Cam's cash app in the description. Iron Man right. is the worst Avenger. Yes. Thor is Hold the best. Avenger. Avenger. How do you know I have a cash app? Uh, I'm oh. assuming. Oh. Everybody does. I oh, don't know. Cam needs a raise. That's my thing. Oh, yeah. Yo, we should start a Patreon. Let's go. Okay, we let's not talk money. Alright, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> You're so greedy. What? I need money. Can I borrow a dollar? Nah.